Hello, lovely people, and welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a PYP Teacher. I'm Lou Gerlach with Think Chat, and this is confession number 107, where we're going to focus on the commonality of the human experience. As I mentioned in my last episode, I was able to interact with many of my edgy heroes last week, including Stephanie Harvey. What a firecracker. She's not only quite intelligent and articulate, but she has a fire within about the language development for all learners. And something that stayed with me is what she talked about as right aside. And you're saying to yourself, what the heck is right aside? It is to die a horrible death of writing worksheets. So how do we get learners to write authentically from their hearts instead of the tragic right aside? It's certainly not from worksheets, right? And Steph shares that inquiry in literature comes from curiosity, comprehension, collaboration, and content. Isn't that just so beautiful? And she continues to state that inquiry is not always about a final product at the end. It is living in a way that all questions matter because the more you learn, the more you wonder. And our role is to fan the flame of curiosity. So how do we fan this flame of curiosity? Well, one way is we discover the commonality of the human experience within our curriculum and in our classrooms. I have been fortunate to have lived through so many experiences that have shaped who I am today. Growing up in South Korea until I was school aged helped me to realize the importance of family and cultural identity. And when I moved to America, my cultural identity shifted and I was no longer Korean. I was a Korean American with an emphasis on the American part. And I quickly learned the things I needed to survive in my new culture. And as I grew into a young adult, I realized that all of my friends were either introverts like myself or foreign exchange students. And one day, you know, I had that metacognitive moment of why am I always drawn to others who are different from the norm? And in adulthood, it was no surprise when I entered the wider world, that's when I discovered who I was. I went to Germany to discover my father's culture, and I'm still waiting for the chance to go to South Korea to discover my mother's. And all of us need to discover and celebrate um, those things that make us who we are. So why am I sharing this? All of our life events are intersected based on the common story elements. You may have lived in the same country, heck, even the same city or the same town your entire life, but you have experienced identity issues, growing pains of childhood to adulthood, and coming into your own as an adult learner. Because that's part of the common human experience. And part of our journey as um, educators is preparing our learners for that adventure ahead. So what are we putting into place to help them know about the greater world? How are we showing them that cultures are more similar than different once you get below the surface of that cultural iceberg? Personally, I've often felt like a third culture kid, even more so as I've aged. Although I live in the land of my birth, I don't feel like I belong here all the time. I belong to the world. I spent a third of my life 
living and exploring other countries and cultures. It's part of who I am and how I look at issues facing humanity. And many of our learners are in the exact same situation. They may have moved throughout their lives and don't feel that one place is quite home. So how are we feeding their need to express their ideas and experiences through our curriculum? And some of our kiddos have lived in the same city or same town their whole lives, but maybe they've transferred to another school and to a child that seems like moving to another country. So how do we navigate all of these experiences and help our learners to feel like they're part of that common thread that makes up the human experience? When I'm thinking about Steph's advice about write-aside, I, for some reason, went back to some strategies I learned while participating in the ECIS International Teacher Certificate Program. Um, and this program was dynamic because it helped us as international educators to look at the founding or I should say deeper level issues that impact learning and identity of learners, young and old, within international schools and allowing for authentic voice um, within that space. And there were two things that came about as I was researching of how do we help learners to transition and feel like they're part of the community and also sharing the commonality of their human experience when mobility is an issue? And whether you're um, working in internationally or within your home country, um, Mobility is a huge issue due to economics, due to family, due to opportunities or um, certain things that have happened to our families. This is common, but so how are we helping our learners to deal with those mobility issues? One th or actually two things that I've come up with a long time ago, and I'm glad that they've come back to the service, is a welcome book and a farewell book. Sounds pretty common or very, like, um, lack of the better word of, like, very in your face, right? Um, and, yeah, why don't we have a welcome book? Why don't we have a farewell book? So we're going to delve into their role. So every year we have learners who transfer into our school from another place. It just happens. And this is normal. And like I said, for some of us, we move across the city, the state, or country. And the move won't seem as foreign, you know, for say, uh, let's say, residing in the same region. But as we cross regions, this gets more complex. I remember moving from, uh, you know, California, and then around the world, and then moving to Texas. And I remember thinking, man, I've gone to a foreign country. It's my my countrymen, but there's so much kitschy culture that's influenced by Germany. It's Southern, but uniquely Texan. And, and trying to navigate within the space took me a while. So what about our learners who are transferring countries? Or like I said, just even across from different schools. With work being, you know, 
more fluid since the pandemic, many people are continuing to move and explore other places. So how do we help these learners to adjust to their new context? Something that I really like is creating a welcome book that reflects the flavor and uniqueness of our school, our city, and our local community. Inside, learners are able to see advice from their peers about best places to visit that are and things that are cool about um, the area or their city and how to navigate within the school community. I've used a welcome book before and it helped newcomers feel like they already had a network of people that cared about them. Um, and there were a lot of welcome messages from people within the classroom and within the school. And to add the newcomer into the mix, there were areas in the book where they could describe where they came from, their experiences, and analyze the differences and similarities between both communities. And this allows the newcomer to feel that many of the things that they've enjoyed in their prior home, in their prior school, can also be found in their new place. And this helps to calm the fears and also open to risk-taking because now they're able to share a little bit about themselves with their new community. Equally, when we depart a community that we love, it happens without fail. We, we begin the school year with a bang and then we lose students due to, like I said, mobility, new jobs, family changes. This happens. So how do we support these learners as they begin their new adventure, often in uncertain circumstances? Having a prepared farewell book allows learners to reflect on their experiences in their present situation and identify things that make it special to them. It's going to be like a security blanket that goes with them to honor the experiences as they move on. The farewell book also allows fellow learners to share their favorite experiences and messages of friendship with the child that's leaving. This is important for everyone in the learning community because it's a struggle, especially for people who are left behind. And oftentimes, you know, they might just be leaving the school community or across town, or across country, or somewhere else. And pro by providing that farewell book, it acts, like I said, as a security blanket during that transition and allows the learner to access talking points to share with their new community. And something I really like about the farewell book, that it's a space for the learner to connect to their past experiences with their new ones. They have the opportunity to compare and contrast um, elements to see the commonality, once again, of the human experience. I remember being an adult that was continuously changing their living situation every three to four years. And there was a sense of loss and directionality when I would move. Yes, it's all new and exciting, but nothing is familiar. And there's something to be said about familiarity. It lets us know that we're safe and secure in our surroundings. And speaking to leadership, I would consider making a welcome and farewell book for your incoming and leaving staff. I greatly appreciated the faculty binders and materials to help me navigate areas town. What would have helped even more was a book that helped me to understand the local experience from people who've lived there for a while and understood my hesitations. 
a reflective journal would have helped me to better see the connections between where I'm coming from and the new place that I call home. This is something to consider. Because at the end of it all, humans matter. And some of you are shaking your heads and thinking, uh, when am I going to have time to make this book or books? Guess what? You don't have to. Have your learners create the welcome and farewell books. During that first month while you're developing um, systems and giving rotations for, you know, small group instruction, allow them to demonstrate a wide variety of skills such as writing and collaboration and creative thinking and reflection, generating novel ideas, to name a few, to create these books. The only thing you need to do is to co-create a success criteria of what should be in the welcome and farewell books so everyone is working towards the same goal. This will allow your learners to stay on track while creating something unique for their peers. Notice, we didn't explore writing strategies to bring about, you know, more voice because you've already have a wide variety of resources for this. But we're allowing students to demonstrate their voice authentically, peer to peer. But if you're looking for a new person to follow, one person that you might want to add to your list is a woman called Gretchen Barnaby. She has put in many structures to make writing process more scaffolded and more learner driven. You can find her work, ironically, it's called Trail of Breadcrumbs, and I'll attach the link in the descriptor of my podcast. So as always, friends, it's lovely sharing ideas with you, and I will see you in the next episode as we continue this learning journey and connect to prior ideas of our thinking. Have a wonderful day.